Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. This is another episode of Shy vs. Smiles, Smiles vs. Shy, uh, Shy and Smiles, uh, Smiles and Shy, uh, Team Hufflepuff, whatever you call the show, we are happy that you're listening, so we don't care what you call it. Uh, two brothers talking about stuff. You can call it that, too. We're still going to be excited you that you're listening to it. <laughs> so on this one, we're going to talk about season four of Insecure. Um, I got to have Josh do his thug thizzle because I love the AKAs. You love the AKAs. We love the AKAs. So go ahead and do your thing. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, aka Two Badge, aka Hip Hop Adam Schefter, aka T Shirt Tom Brady, aka Hoodie Honcho, aka Maybach Smiles, aka in the new one Snacks McGee. And that fool do be snacking. <laughs> he got he got he, he he got nasty snacks because he do some weird combinations, but he do be snacking. So uh, go ahead, let me in. Let him know. Let him know. And I'm I'm here I'm here with my man Shad, aka Shad Diddy, aka Shad Navisky, aka Shad Forty One, aka the Mayor Oak Cliff. And they know this, man. Like, they know this. They see me. They see me out here. Like I said, when everything gets a little bit better, we definitely gonna be more out here. Um, cause yeah, I got I got I gotta live up to that title because yeah. My people need me. And I'm not saying that I'm that dude like that. I'm just saying that my black people need me. We all need to get out there and do more for each other. We're not going to get deep. Like I said, we talk about, we try to keep entertainment. But that's my mindset right now. So you're going to hear me say that way more than you normally hear me say that. I love it. I love it. I love my people. So, all right. But did you love the four of Insecures? I actually did. Even that episode that everybody hated when Isu like went to go see her mama <laughs> when they when her and Molly first stopped talking. Uh-huh. I said I like that episode because it made sense because when, that's a stage of when you stop talking to somebody, like any type of relationship that you want to see. You don't want to go straight into all right, them trying to fix it. No, how, she obviously felt bad. So I'm like, yeah, I wanted to see that. <laughs> and I'm just surprised that Wendy Raquel Robinson, not, I had to, I'm like, she, be play, she played Malik Mama in the game. She's played a couple other people's mom. And I'm like, I, I always have to look up how old she is. Cause I'm like, there's no way. You look young enough to be their sister. And you talking about you somebody mama. Cause black don't crack, brother. Black she showed, no, she still look like Piggy from uh, Steve Harvey's show. <laughs> oh. She still look good. Which uh, so I'm on right now. So I retweeted uh, Justin J. Winger, who played, um, you know, uh, the Blood. Um, what's, what's his name? I forgot what his, his character's name on Insecure. But I retweeted one of his uh, tweets, right? And so somebody that followed me was like, nigga, what season was you watching? This season was trash. So Tristan responded to him like, what, like one of the memes of himself, like, Oh, okay. For real? Okay. <laughs> I don't think this season, I mean, in comparison to all four seasons, this season 
It wasn't trash, but it wasn't as good as the first three. I'll give it that. I enjoyed it because I'm just a sucker for character development. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's what happened in this one. This it, this means that season five is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Because okay. we, there's a lot of new challenges that's been bestowed upon season four. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so... I- I guess we 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 kind of we can start off with the finale, and then we kind of go through the episodes and stuff for all. But yeah, this this finale, what happened in the finale is what I thought season five would start off like. And that's the thing I hated because it's going to be a lot of cliffhangers. We have to wait until season five to get a lot of questions answered. Um, specifically the end. Yeah. Because you got Issa and Molly sitting there at the Ethiopian restaurant chilling. I was like, and y'all didn't give us nothing of what they talked about. I was no like, no context, just them, just a pan of the window, and them talking. I was like, we ain't gonna hear nothing. Like, what, what, like what's going on? Like, yo. I wanna... And I don't like the premise of them, re- like, well, not reconciling because we don't know if they did. We don't know if they reconciled yet, but. The way, if the reconciliation is because of what happened, that's trash. That's a trash way to become friends again. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely wanted it to be like, yo, let it be like, yo, three, four, five months. Like, dang, I ain't spoke to Issa. I ain't spoke to Molly in like six months. Like, things have changed. Yeah. Like, and kind of show like, oh, yeah, all these little meet and greets that they've had with the friends have been like awkward, like, Oh, is Easton gonna be there? Oh, well, no, I ain't gonna be there. Oh, Molly gonna be there? Oh, I ain't gonna be there. That's what I thought. I was know. Be. Yeah, but then it ended up being a lot of what normally happens. Well, see, because women are different. Hey, I'm sorry, ladies, but women are different. They, y'all be around each other and be like, mm, I can't believe this. Like that text message from the from the episode previous to the finale. See, I'm trying. I'm like, yeah. wow. And I was like, I was like. Damn, I was like, you you can't pay that much attention to when you I always make sure I look to see who I'm texting before. Cause you never I've gotten, oh, I've gotten some texts about myself and I just tilted my head. That's why I always tell everybody, I said, everybody's an acquaintance until you're approving a friend. I gotta see what you're doing behind my back. <laughs> I gotta know, cause yeah, I've been and got some man, that fool, blah blah blah. I'm like, what? You know you're talking to me, right? Oh, snap, that wasn't for you. I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you was thinking about me that much that you typed my name into the, the subject uh, line to send to. To dog me. <laughs> i like, how dare you? But, um, yeah, that part, I, like, I was just like, wow, Molly. I already don't, like, no, I always say this. No offense to Yvonne Orgy. I do not have a problem with you. But I really don't like Molly. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot of Molly hate this season. A lot. A lot. It was a lot. Like every time Molly did something, I got mad. <laughs> yeah, because like, Molly was a was super annoying this year, this season. Like I heard an interview with her uh, when she was talking about the um, the season and as well her her special. She was like, "Yeah, when everything happened with George Floyd, she was like, we all was like, hey." We all gonna tweet something out from the cast. We all gonna individually tweet something out. She's like, I tweeted something, you know, talking about like, you know, black people and you know, everything is crazy with the George Floyd. She was like, I was getting responses like, we don't want to hear it from you, Molly. We don't want no- nothing you got to say. She was like, I was like, dang, 
I can't. But even... we are tired of Mark Molly. I am not the only. Thank y'all. If y'all do not cannot stand Molly, hit me up at Shab Miller or Shab Miller Thirteen on Twitter and let's talk about it. Cause I don't know what Molly deal, but like we said it before we um started um this podcast. No, not this podcast, but this episode. She reminds me of, and tell me if I'm wrong, y'all. She reminds me of Joan Clayton from Girlfriends. Like, I love me Tracy Ellis Ross. I love her as Rainbow Johnson on Blackish and um, everything that else that she does. But when I tell you I couldn't stand her as Joan because she was literally acting like Molly. And then I said, look at the comparisons. They both selfish acting. Both can't keep a healthy relationship. They both lawyers. I said, this is ridiculous. Yeah, when you said, I was like, I was like, Sam, they really are like the same person. They are motherfucking lawyers. What's up with these black women lawyers? Like, what's going on? And they and they just crazy. <laughs> what's wrong with them? I don't like. Oh, I remember that time when she was talking crazy to her to her assistant, and people checked her for that. Yeah. Talking about, yeah, that's how you supposed to talk to your assistant. Everybody like, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah, Molly. Molly getting on my nerves this year. That's why the finale was so good to me. Oh yeah, because you 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 were speaking on the Andrew. Go ahead, speak on that. The the Andrew, you love that. Andrew finally had enough. <laughs> he finally said, "I can't do this no more." <laughs> because I mean, he brought up a point. If you watch, if you pay close attention to their relationship throughout season four, he pretty much was always chill. And anything Molly said, he just rolled with it. Yeah, and then I, I didn't notice until after it, uh, I noticed it actually last episode. Every time she came over, it don't matter where he was like, he was like, oh, I got to go, Molly here. Because I was thinking like, yeah, because I feel like if she walked in and he was still talking on the phone, she would have like went off like, hello. Uh, yeah, like when Nathan, um, when Nathan was moving his stuff and everything like that. And she kind of looked um, him upside the head. He was like, oh, yeah, we good. Uh, you, you know, if y'all want to put them boxes down, y'all can join us for this wine. But we're not going to help y'all touch nothing. <laughs> because that's how she reacted. Mm -hmm. So he went with her every time she wanted something done. So finally in this episode, he said, but if it's something that you want, I roll with it. But if it's something I want, it's a problem. He finally said that. Not in those words, but he finally acknowledged it. He said, listen. It's supposed to be 50-50, but I seem to always be doing stuff your way. So he's like, I don't know if I can do this. Because he asked her a very good question. What are you fighting for? Yep. What do you want this to keep going for? And she just bust out crying. I said, and I know Andrew was looking, because like, I know I was tilting my head too. So what do you want? Like, answer the question. Don't be crying. What you want? Yeah, because it's like, even the whole her getting mad at Issa, he's like, Yo, it's your best friend. That's your homegirl. Thank you. He like if and I'm she not at him, like you don't understand. Like if he, if I'm not upset and she used me, she used me to get the connect. If I'm not upset, why are you that upset? You upset because I told her not to. So this is the episode. He finally said, "Why everybody got to do what you say?" <laughs> he finally asked the million dollar question. Why if it's not if it's not Molly's way, then it's wrong. Why is that? He finally asked the question, and I sat there, and I was like, see, this is why I can't stand the y'all. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> so, um, moving on to Issa. Let's move on to Issa since we're talking about Issa. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to start off with, I'm going to start 
start off with what he said. I'm just glad of what the end result was. Okay. So Nathan tried to diss my boy Lawrence. Because Josh knows I'm Lawrence Hive. I've been Lawrence Hive since season one when he was working at Best Buy. He was still my dog. He was still my dog. And when he was running through him, even though I'm not going to tell that story on here, but that, that one scene with the threesome, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that hit home. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> that hit home. But, um, yeah, so he's sitting up there because, again, like Lawrence working at the little tech company, but he said he want to be his own man. So he's been trying to move, shake and move up in San Francisco. And he finally got something shaking. All of a sudden, Nathan's going to talk about, well, I hope he actually commits this time. And then and then. I'm sitting there like, that's the weakest thing. That was peak light skin stuff right there. He was, he that was, was peak light skin. He was being a straight up hater. I was like, fam, really? And Issa did the same thing. She looked at him on the side of here like, wow. You gonna do this right now? I was like, <laughs> but I want to jump. I want to jump through the screen, dog. I said, I don't care how depressed you are, pimp and bipolar, or whatever. I said, nah, fool, nah, cause that's weak. That's weak in any sense of the word. You don't ever diss no other man to a chick. I don't care if she ain't with you no more or not. I ain't never in my life to my he ain't me though. What he gonna do, man? He weak. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never done in my life. That's weak. That's lame in the mug. So. Again, I'm glad, I'm glad he apologized. Yeah, I was like, and offered her that space behind the barbershop. That was cool. Cause if he had just like kept his opinion, yeah, Nathan would have had to, you know, I'm like, Lawrence might have to see Nathan. You know what I'm saying? Like that might have to be season five how to start out him throwing them bows <laughs> at old Nathan. <laughs> because no, nah, you don't do that. I, I I didn't like that at all. That was like my least favorite moment of this season outside of Molly. Consistently getting on my nerves as she's done the last couple seasons. Yeah, I, um. <laughs> I can't say with, with Nathan. I, I One, I give it up to him for actually acknowledging like, yo, I was, that was depressed. I was depressed and I just got diagnosed with bipolar. But like, again, my nigga, my nigga probably like, yo, I'm just going to bide my time I'm gonna be friends, cause I just feel I feel like in the back of his mind, he like, that nigga gonna fuck up again. I'm gonna get my opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna be friends. I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be chill. But he didn't, he gave her the playbook. But he said, but as soon as I get that opening, I'm taking it. I'm gonna take that. Opening. He took that, he took that little weak disc. I wish Lawrence was there. So he could backhand him. I really do. He he waiting like, oh, oh, he he pregnant? Oh, you know. You know what I'm saying? And we're not, look, I, I wasn't going to mention that, that. I was going to mention that at the end because if that was the most predictable result of Condola and Lawrence, yep. if that was not the most predictable thing, because I'm like, why is she blowing him up? He keep, She keeps saying she needs to see him. Because there's only two reasons a woman wants to see you afterwards. It's, it's very rarely that she wants to get back together. Either you gave her something Take that as you will. You yeah. gave us something. <laughs> you gave, yeah, he gave us something. Gave us something. Right. He gave us something. 
gave a, he gave her <laughs> good thing it was that not the you know not something else. Yeah. So I, I feel like when she wanted to meet him earlier, uh, was that chance was she probably wanted to tell him during that night, but she probably like backed out. Was like, eh, I ain't ready to. What you want? Huh? She wanted to make sure. She probably wanted to make sure. Yeah, like, oh, okay. And, he, and my man was like, he was like, is it mine? She was like, hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was like the, I was like, I looked at Prentice and I'm looking at Isa like, why y'all put the number one black man line in this? Are you sure it's mine? <laughs> hey, could that me? You show? <laughs> you show? Is you show? <laughs> could be your ex-husband. You 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 could have uh, rekindled with your ex-husband in time. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it could be anybody. <laughs> I am not the only possessor <laughs> of the seeds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have been so, broken up for a little while. I don't, I don't know what other nigga you could have been fucking. Because I show been fucking. I've been fucking me. With me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he's thinking. With me. But, um, yeah, so that was how that ended. But my thing was Tiffany. Yeah. And people, I, and I'm going, like, I as much, I've loved me some Amanda Seals, a.k.a. Amanda Diva. But I was wondering why you hadn't really seen Tiffany as much as you normally did. Yeah. And when stuff was going on, especially, like, <clears throat> excuse me, during the Issa and Molly thing, Usually, Tiffany would be done intervened by now. Yep, because uh, I, I watched the, um, the the wind down. They said that also kind of illustrates the fact that how they how their friendship dynamic has, like, broken down. Because if they really all four of them were really, like, on it, like, being friends like they used to be, they would have noticed the signs that she wasn't uh, feeling right and she was kind of off kilter. So, And that was, like... I'm not saying it's beautiful to be um, lost or out of sorts, but it was beautiful how they how they did it because it's something that I've said on um, the main podcast and it's something I talk about often. I literally take time to myself. I just got to get away because I just need that for my mental space. I limit... Even to this day, I limit who I talk to. Um, if you if you put me in a negative headspace, I don't. I try to keep the conversation to a minimum. Or hey, I might not talk to you till the next time I see you. <laughs> I play it like that. Like I really value my mental space and my mental health to the point I have to know how to move. I even said that um, to Cliche. Shout out to Cliche. Yeah. I told. Her, I said I always got to evaluate my like my surroundings and how I'm channeling my energy. So for her to go drink her four margaritas at LA Live, get us some Mexican food and run to that Sheraton, <laughs> I, I wasn't mad. I felt bad for uh her husband named Derek. Yeah, Derek. Yeah. I felt bad for Derek because as a man, you do be like, dang, you couldn't have told me at least. I understand not telling you girls, but I'm your man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, you know, we've talked about that off mic. I'm not going to go into detail of how that situation can be, too. Yeah. Um, where you're like, dang, you know, can't talk to me. You know, you know I'm supposed to be your, yeah, I'm your guy. So, yeah, but you, 
I'm glad they showed that. Now, the thing that me and Mike, shout out to Blanda May, when she cracked that door open extra, I thought, I was like, bro, she creeping on Derek. <laughs> <laughs> she had just got the shower, too, like, huh, what, huh? I was like, what? I thought she was creeping on Derek. I said, yo, she been high because she had a side piece and she married with a kid. I said, what part of the game is that? Like, that's why she but, had to shower. She had to get that smell of him off. off. What? Yeah. <laughs> he, he been gone. <laughs> but no, nah, she finally explained it. She didn't know what to say. And I'm like, that's the thing about mental health that people don't understand. It's not always this person just doesn't want to talk to me. It's that you just don't know what to say. And if you say it, it might come off wrong. That person might think you hate them or you're mad at them or you, they think they might walk away thinking they're the problem. Most people are empathetic in the point that they don't want to sit there and make you feel bad because they feel bad. Yep. So she just looked at him and was like, I didn't know what to say. So right after I got my four margaritas and I got my Mexican food. I've checked in the here and I've been hiding out ever since. Yeah. But and I love that the whole interaction because like it was serious, but they like subtly in inserted like little jokes and like well but like not enough to take away from the fact that it was a serious moment throughout the whole thing. I did like how they how they did that. Like, oh like shit, like we looking for Oh, uh, yeah, I did have a, a Uber charge for last day. Yeah, he said he had a lift charge. And then it was funny because, like, they, the mileage and stuff. I'm like, Issa really be driving them uh, lifts. He's like, it's about two miles away. How many miles was it there? 1.8. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm like, she know her stuff. She know her stuff. But, um, yeah, like, they ran that camera back, but that dude, look, if you work in retail or fast food, I know you felt that dude. He's like, I don't care about this. I know you did. He said, I don't really care about this job like that. I honestly don't even know who comes in and out of here. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if I've seen that person before. I feel about my job like that currently, so. <laughs> so when he ran that camera back, he was like, can we do, but you know my favorite part. Because it's your favorite part, too, because I saw you tweet it out. The cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was, Man. They're like, they're like, no, I didn't like, I didn't like the little zesty dude talking about my inner black woman looks just like you. I was like, boy, you better get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I could have I dealt without that. <laughs> like that was, yeah, that, that scene, but the, the only reason that was kind of relevant was because of what happened afterwards. Cause he still he was like twisted his neck and he was up there. Yeah, she would be a very rude. Da, 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 da. And then the uh, <laughs> the bus driver made me laugh. You better not. You don't, don't you better not. <laughs> like what you gonna you better not cross that line? What was you gonna do if I do it? Did she open the door? <laughs> I was like, and he didn't do nothing. Officer, he didn't officer. do nothing. He said, I can't, he's an officer. Officer. <laughs> But Kelly, but Kelly is is always is like the person that you need in your life. You need a Kelly. Yeah, everybody need a Kelly. But yeah, yeah everybody like, need a Kelly. I did like that with the officer where he was like, he was like, because they're like, they're like, oh, because we black and they white. He, he was like, uh, no, uh, uh, he said, y'all ain't about to get me caught up with none, none of this. <laughs> he said, I got to go. 
tased me. I've been tased before. I heard you peed a little bit. Hey, this ain't the time to talk about my piss. <laughs> I was, yeah, that was a good, that was a pretty funny scene. Like I said, the finale was funny, but it had a lot of good parts in it. But with with Lawrence, uh, team team Lawrence, we gotta get we gotta come together. We gotta huddle up. See if we're gonna do it. But I just don't like. I mean, I mean, these are real conversations that we have in the community, but I just didn't like Lawrence was doing that because he was like, man, we ain't even together. What you going to do with it? You going to keep it? Yeah. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I did, I did cringe when, when he said that, like, what, why? I was like, yeah, he Ugh. said, why? I was like, huh? I was like, but that, I was like, that is how a lot of niggas do when they, when they, yeah. I was like, I cringe, but I was like, that is that's a real thing that niggas say. Like, Ooh. why you gonna do that? And then she said the number one line that it's, it's very rarely true. You ain't gotta really deal with it. I mean, that I want it. Cause she said like before with her previous boyfriend, her husband or whatever, that she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Now she is. And Lawrence is like, with me? Well, no. <laughs> like, with my kid? <laughs> This is the one? This is the one you want? I was like, all right. Like, we're not even together. <laughs> yeah, he, that's the confusing part to me, too. I said, she said, with Mark, I wasn't ready, but now I'm ready. To be a single mother? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want Issa. I want you. Like, that's... <laughs> and, probably, and probably, like, like, did I tell you I got back with Issa? Like, did I tell I don't know if I told you that I got back with Issa. I'm done. Like, I'm done. Done. Uh, this ain't. This ain't what you want. Like you don't want to do this to yourself. Like I. You don't want to be statistic. I, I did what you were afraid of. You were afraid of me and her getting back together, and I did that. <laughs> so now you talk about, but I got a baby though. What? So, but like Issa, throughout this um, series, uh, we can wrap up characters and things like that. I like that she was finally away from uh, what is it called? We got y'all. Mm-hmm. She's finally away from that and was like developing these big parties and things like that. And she's finally, you know, flexing her entrepreneurial muscles, uh, which is something we can all relate to, especially us as podcasters. Um, so I like that. Like I said, the drama with Molly, I really didn't care about because I'm just not a fan of Molly's character because I really do think she's whiny and she's very, very, very selfish. Plus, there's been undertones of that through every single season, like, at some point. Because this is why I hate Molly. She's, and we're going to talk about this because Josh wanted to talk about this as the aspect. That's why I'm bringing it back to the Issa and Molly thing. Because you hate to see that in any relationship in your life, that someone is mad at you for doing what you need to do, for shining. I hated that about Molly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a successful lawyer. Why do you care what Issa's doing? Because you rather work as a lawyer. You're not, I, don't, I don't think she's a partner. I think she's just a lawyer there. Yeah, she's just a lawyer there. You're mad because Issa wants more? If you don't want to be a lawyer, are you going to be more than just that? Hey, do what you need to do to, become, to start your own firm, to become a partner, whatever like that. Don't be mad at your friend. Because she's doing what she wants to do with her life. Like, that's just not, that's just not fair. And I hated that every single season. That anytime 
Issa had an event, anytime Issa was like, I, I'm going to do this, the first thing she did was act like she smelled bad tuna and turned up her nose. I was like, mm, are you really going to do this? Like, basically, it was gaslighting her low-key. Like, and basically, like, wanted to critique every single thing. Like, oh, like, dang, you can't even give me, like, no words of encouragement. Like, no, like, hey, you got this girl. You need any help? Whatever I can do. Like, None of that. None of that. And that always ticked me off. That always pissed me off. I'm like, what kind of friend are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like it really like I understand we've been friends for a long time, but if you hating, I gotta let you go. So with Issa, I understood like Issa, that's my you know, Issa thinking in the aspect, that's my girl. But I'm looking at Issa like you could do I mean you could do bad without her, man, cause <laughs> she the one. <laughs> yeah. uh, she the one acting up. It's not it's not you, it's her. So Yeah, cause I know like for me, uh, I just watching the season, I was like, I can see where, like, hey, I wouldn't be mad if they got to the point where, like, hey, I would hate to see Yvonne lose a job, whatever, but, hey, when it gets to the point where, like, yo, we really going our separate ways, like, we, we was best friends for, like, th- this amount of time, yeah, I'm, I'm always going to miss her, but as far as this best friend thing, like, we ain't doing that no more, like, Molly, you can go your your way. You can still hang out with with the girls and all that, and I'm gonna go my way and look for my own like little friend group or whatever. Somebody that's gonna support oh, me. And, and thank you for be. saying that. When she tried and got played, I I know. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. That was a, she, that was, yeah, she tried. That, that that was a that was a good episode. I, I like that. That was a good episode. Shout out to Kyla Pratt. Yeah, that's that's my baby, Kyla Pratt. Still can't, can't wait for the proud good. family comeback. Can't wait for the proud family. Still comeback. looking good. I ain't gonna lie to you. She's still looking good. She's still a one since day one. But yeah, and uh, she got two chilling and got a clone that looked just like her. I swear, like one know, of her daughters looked directly like her. So yeah, but like, yeah, that's like that's definitely her little twin. But yeah, I, I want kind of like we were saying uh, when speaking like the friendship aspect was. I, I was telling you how. I had I've had my own like kind of situation with friends. It's because you know got somebody who's like, well, two people that's like my best friend and kind of just one not really liking the whole friendship dynamic. But I'm just trying to like let them know that hey, just because we don't talk as often does not mean we're not best friends. Just because you hear somebody else get other news from me before you do does not change the fact that me and you are best friends. It's just that me and that person, we just talk way more often than we do. Like, like it's no point in getting sad or upset over it. It's just like, Hey, our friend dynamic is different than me and you. That don't change nothing. We still best friends. And that's kind of like what I'm kind of going through lately from, from myself. Cause it's like, Hey, the friend we we're still in my at least in my mind it's like hey we're still best friends it's just that we don't talk as often as me and this other person which also I wanted to give a shout out to my man Dennis you know shot by Dan you know we used to do all our early episodes um, the hashtag the den yep the den uh, he got the talk it out Tuesdays that he he drops every week and 
episode 10, I think, um, he dropped this. Yeah. He was talking and about it was basically Frank. about this. Yeah. So I was like, I definitely want to uh, let everybody know, check out my man Shot by Dan with his Talk It Out Tuesdays that he drops, speaking on his whole friendship aspect. So, but yeah, I just basically just wanted to say that, like, yo, the friendship dynamic can change. It's just up to you if you want to get it back to where it was or even better than it was. Like for me, which it's always going to be funny because at first to me, it was the most annoying joke undertone of the podcast that I never want to mention his name, this person by name. And I'm still not going to mention this person by name, but that's what happened. It pretty much was, I just did what, what Issa didn't want to do. And that was just cut that person off. Because I said, I can't have someone that's supposed to be my friend or whatever they think I am to them in my corner, hoping that I fail. Yeah. Or hoping that things don't go right for me. I can't have that. Because like I said, I value my energy and where my mental space goes. I value that to the point that if you're not with me, I'm not saying you're against me, but you can't take this ride with me. In the words of Nip, everybody can't go. Yep. <laughs> so I when I had to do that again, me and this person done talked multiple times since then. We've been, we've shared a few laughs and everything like that too. And again, you know, folks kind of looked me upside my head. I said, no, I never said I hated this person. I even said that on the pod, I don't hate this person. I don't have anything against them. It's just that that person has something in them that makes them feel away against me to the point that I didn't want to talk to them anymore. Yeah. To where I basically kept it to where you can talk to me when you need to talk to me. Like a recent event happened to where we had to come back together and talk. And that was it. He has my number. I have his. Whenever some, whenever it really gets, you know, down like that, he can talk to me. Just like, you know what I'm saying? But he's probably never going to receive any calls from me. Because me and my best friend's relationship is tight. <laughs> me and my best friend are tight. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Andrew. That's my bro. That's 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 been big bro. I was the best man in his wedding. You know what I mean? Like, that's my dog. A lot of people get mad because he's like, shy like he don't let everybody in. I said, no, nah, everybody can be acquaintances. I ain't got, I ain't got, I don't call everybody my friend because people act funny. <laughs> uh, I think I told you this before. Um, my mom told me that. I remember in high school, she told me that. I remember saying somebody like, oh, my friend this, my friend that. And she was like, hey, hey, nah, everybody ain't your friend. If they your co-worker, they, they could just be your co-worker. Co-worker. If they just somebody in your class, like, oh, that's somebody that's, that's in my class. Or, oh, that's somebody in bandwidth. Like, you, you, when you talk about somebody, everybody ain't got to be your friend. Like, it could be an associate. It's just somebody that's just in your class. Like, oh, that's just somebody yeah. I work with. Like, oh, yeah, my, my co-worker did this. Oh, this one girl in my class, so-and-so, she did this. It ain't got to be like, oh, yeah, my friend did this at work today. Or, oh, my friend did, did this in school. I'm like, are they really your friend? What what are you? so I I, I had learned that early from my uh my mom. She definitely told me that in high school, I remember. But yeah, like pretty much I know who's my acquaintances, I know who my friends are. I don't confuse the two. If like especially I can just tell by your energy and how you are around me, if everything I do 
makes you feel a way. Everything I say makes you feel a way. If you basically say something like, like basically to make me question myself, if you gaslighting me in any aspect, you just told me right there, you're not my friend. <laughs> basically, and I value that. So that's why, I mean, and Josh, I always tell him this is a joke, but sometimes he looks at me like it's true. I'm like, I don't know what you think we are. <laughs> But, I mean, we get work done, and we make a pretty good team. Uh, <laughs> so as long as that, me and Josh look at each other, as long as this working, this energy is electric, and everybody's loving the show, <laughs> we going to keep this going. <laughs> we BFFs when the, when the camera's on. <laughs> yeah, like um, um, that one podcast, um, Horrible decisions uh, with uh, with Weezy and um, and and Mandy B, your girl Mandy B. Like they had a whole psych therapy episode after that, and uh, after they did all that, they literally said on the episode, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we was like best friends and uh, and super cool, like when we was young, but we didn't talk for years, and then we met up again as adults. We started the podcast." And it really didn't work out. We thought it could be just be like old days, that, like when we was high school kids. But it's it's not. It's like, yo, when we do this podcast, me and her are best friends. We love each other. It's like, but as soon as the podcast gets turned off, we go separate ways. It was like, yeah, we cool, we friends. They're like, but we be we each have our own friends. We go about our separate ways. This is a business. When it comes about this business, me and her are on it. We bought this, but hey. So, Soon as that record button go off, all right, girl, I'll holler at you. <laughs> and I always have to bring this up. I literally talk to Josh every other day, and it's never about nothing like crazy. Never like, guess what I saw? I saw a bluebird today. It's never nothing random like that. Usually it's just so we can just stay motivated, just to motivate him to fuzz the pot because we're literally thinking of episodes of Shy versus Smiles because we like that y'all like this. Because it, it it's better for us to do it on this platform than for me and him just to have those like hour long phone conversations where he should be working. <laughs> We'd rather just put it on wax, as I say, and let y'all listen to it, and y'all give us back feed, you give us feedback, and tell us, hey man, y'all forgot to talk about this, or hey y'all didn't add this. So oh, speaking of which, gotta shout out the Anata Bros. Uh, I hope y'all like this episode because my energy is up in this one. <laughs> I hope y'all like it because I'm I'm finally I'm not putting the baby 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 voice on even though it is eleven o'clock Central Time while we're recording this. I ain't putting the uh, Midnight Storm voice on. I'm talking normally, yeah. which I'm always thinking I'm talking normally, but people be like, "Your voice ain't that deep," and I'm like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, okay." I said, I don't know why everybody think, I guess because, you know, I'm a little chunky black dude with glasses. They think I'm going to talk like Urkel or something. I talk like Professor Clump. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> I don't know what it is. But, nah, I tell people, this is my normal voice. Like, people talk to, like, listen to the pod, they were like, yeah, I've talked to him before. That's his actual voice. I'm like, thank you. I just got a good radio voice. I know how to set the tone. That's why I don't have to take... <gasps> Deep breaths when I talk. I could just knock out a two-hour show with no problem. But, yeah, shout-out to them because I was kind of, like, lazy. I literally got on here with headaches. I do hate recording via Zoom, Skype, and all that stuff. I like the energy of the people in the room. 
Josh knows I've literally said that before we've recorded on most shows. I'm like, yeah, okay, why are you all the way over there? Why are you, I mean, I don't need you under me, but why are you so far over there? I need that energy to going back and forth while we're all talking. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's been an adjustment. So, like I said, I'm going to get better to where I can even do this in the middle of Beirut. <laughs> and I still have the same energy as if me and Josh and Tim and whoever our guests are are in the same room. So I'm working on it. I thank I thank y'all for that critique. Hopefully, hopefully we get that real soon. Now that everything's starting to lift up. So. Yeah, everything's starting to lift up a little bit. I'm still wearing my mask though. Please yeah, do I was that. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm still wearing. I ain't playing with y'all. Y'all y'all can play goofy all y'all want. I ain't playing with you. I'm trying to stay safe. But yeah, back to that um aspect of that. Pretty much. Like you, you, you don't, you can still be friends. You can still be cordial with people that you spend a long time in your life with. There's no problem. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as that person understands that too. But the type of people you want around you are people that are good for you. Like just because you got years with that person, just because in any relationship, you don't have to quote unquote stay together for the kids. You don't have to. Yep. If it's just not that, if it's just not working, it's just not working. I think I've talked about, cause we've ended up talking about like relationship dynamics a lot <laughs> to the point that I, I mentioned this often, but yeah, you always want to value yourself in the relationship. And if that person doesn't value you as well, let it go. Because that's how you erode your own self-esteem. I mean, I hate sometimes when people say, um, only you can, you know, control you. Only you can make you feel a certain way. No. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this ain't no smoke to bear. This is real life. I'm talking about some, like, this person is dogging me every opportunity they get. Yes, I feel bad, and this person is making me feel bad. <laughs> so, so, yeah. If, so, with, that's why I said, like, when, when Andrew left Molly, I'm like, you tired of her. And I'm looking at Issa because I'm like, again, I understand when you hit that age. Like I said, it's weird to even think that. My boy from uh, middle school is still my closest friend, still the person I talk to. I just talked to him before we recorded this. Um, we were watching ESPN talking about baseball from like 98 <laughs> because of the documentary that was on, uh, what was it called? Something Summer. Uh, I, I can't think of it right now because I'm thinking about Insecure. But, yeah, it's stuff like that. Excuse me, sorry. That... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a mental pause right there. Yeah. It, that, it, broke, it, that broke my concentration right there. Because <laughs> that that, I just thought I just thought if I was there, I'd be done passed out. <laughs> I mean, I like yeah, fell it, over. It it was loud and it was strong. I was like, I was like, Ooh. oh yeah, I would have. Yeah, I probably you would have just heard a loud thud, just me fall on the floor. I was like, oh damn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, cut that. Yeah, cut this out. Um, <laughs> definitely cut that out. Cut this out. But, uh, but yeah, um, that's the thing about this season that I took is that 
I didn't like that Molly was mad because Issa asked Andrew to hook her up with Vince Staples for her event. Just because you told, I mean, it's jacked up that you even told her no in the first place. It was Jack. Why did you tell her no? What was the point of telling someone no? I just don't want to do that. And I mean, it's not your decision to tell him how he should feel about a certain situation. Yeah, if he had said no, if he said no, he said no. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, if he says no, he says no, and you keep it moving. She goes get get somebody else. Plus, it's it's your best friend's first event. Like, come on, like, and and that's again what I was saying. I can't, I can't. I that's what makes me not like her character. Is that I was like, you are the least supportive friend and best friend I've ever seen in my life. That's like <laughs> that's like me having like a a sneaker connect, and you having like your first sneaker event. You're like, yo, can you ask? I need so and so to you know. I need you to call Greg Street or somebody to host or something like that and then you're like nah i ain't gonna do that like no nah, I, I don't want to ru- ruin our friendship like to, to do that like you know i don't me and greg's relationship ain't like that you know it's media stuff you know what i'm saying i don't want to do that i'm like what like you ain't my dog <laughs> is that what you said that's how i would take it i'm like oh you ain't you ain't riding all right then cool cool <laughs> it was like you can you show me your like true this. colors because either way greg can say yes or no like at least if you asked and he said no at least you, you go. At least I at least I at least I got some kind of like inquiry yeah. about what happened. But other than that, no, nah, it wasn't up to her to tell that man how he was gonna feel. I'm talking about it's just fresh. And then what did you do? You wild out on his family, you wild out on him. You was ready to pop this girl in the middle of her event. Like, I should have been hit you and, and like what you was about doing violence to her? Like Molly, if you like Molly. You just telling me what type of person you are <laughs> and just stay away from you <laughs> because you are definitely a hater. Therapy next season. I just hope she can continue that therapy. Yeah, and uh, thank you. Me too. But yeah, that's definitely... Hold on. I got to mute real quick. But yeah, I really hope she gets the help that she needs. If Andrew takes her back, <laughs> Andrew must really like her because he asked the million dollar question of what do you want? And she just busted out crying instead of giving an answer that we didn't see on, on camera. Yep. But yeah, season season five is going to be crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. So, but I can't wait to see um, Tiffany's. Um, I can't wait to see Tiffany's mental health development either. Yeah. So, I guess we you can wrap this up, sir. You know. All right. Uh, the Uncle Urban, the uh, Uncle Urban podcast, Uncle Urban Pod. Um, we have our sound things back. <laughs> We we have the sound clips back, but I have to redo them anyway. So, because there's a lot of stuff that's changed, like I, like Uncle Urban podcast on Facebook. So, yeah. Um, thank you for listening to this. I think we recorded a good over an hour of this. 
It's probably gonna be condensed to just an hour. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on it first thing in the morning before I go to work. We gonna chop, we chopped it, we chopped and screwed it. Um, ain't nothing to it but to do it. But yeah, anything that we've missed, your favorite parts of Insecure, because we're two guys that love the show because we both love supporting our black creatives. One and two is a really it's a really good show and it's a relatable show. You don't have to be a woman to relate to the show. You just gotta you you don't necessarily have to be a black person to relate to the show. It's just any relationship aspect, you can relate to these situations. Yep. So thank y'all for listening to yet another episode of Shy vs. Smiles. I don't know what the next one's gonna be. Uh <laughs> because we like doing these off the cuff, just pretty much. Hey, dog, did you see this? Yes, let's talk about that. Uh, (laughs) Like, we don't really, yeah, we're not giving y'all no, like, again, we like having these organic conversations. It's not about, oh, uh, well, that'll be neat if we did this. Like, (laughs) like, we're not. Just genuine. Yeah, it's just genuine conversation about about something we mutually are interested in. So keep it supporting. We're glad y'all like it. Again. Um, tell us your favorite uh, parts of the season. Tell us your favorite season. You may like episode, like um, season two. Yeah, you may like the first season. You, you may like Lawrence work. Uh, <laughs> you might like Lawrence working at Best Buy. You may have, you may like Best Buy, Lawrence. I don't know. Just you, let us know. You you might be like, yo, bring Joe back. Where's Joe at? <laughs> Where is Joe? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Very good question. Where is Joe? <laughs> Where Joe? Where Joe be at? Uh, so yeah, and we're gonna go ahead and end this one. We're out. All right, yeet.